I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode whatever, it doesn't matter, God and everything else is dead, of Throw the Flag. But we're season three, baby. Season three! Yeah. Silver lining free. What a fucking cliffhanger that was. <laughs> what a shithanger, am I right, guys? Yeah, we got a... Season three is usually like when they settle the uh, the eternal question of will they or won't they on TV sitcoms. And they did. They won't. Won't they? They did. They uh, did? <laughs> Somebody sent me a screenshot of like a... Like a porn hub. Oh yeah. That said, um Blonde fucks gang of black guys. <laughs> and it was just Trevor Lawrence. Ah uh, wearing a uh wearing a jersey that was orange. Uh forty four sixteen. Yeah. Shellacking. Shellacking. The worst loss in 20 years for the program. You know, we were due. We were due for a, for uh, a loss. Uh, a clunker, if you will. Absolutely due, mm -hmm. of course. Um, Somebody wanted to get this out of the way against LSU. <laughs> Just want to point that out. <laughs> I was shouted down. I was shouted down. Uh, Clemson Tigers, headed up by Dabo Swinney, beat your Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, the worst loss points-wise since the Music City Bowl against Virginia Tech in 99 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, has cast the program into disarray. People are saying the dynasty's over, yeah, which they say yeah. every time mm -hmm, Nick mm -hmm. Saban loses because he's only done it like 20 times in 10 years. Uh, left me questioning what I do with my life. Mm -hmm. All of our offensive coaches are gone. Mike Loxley, we'll talk about that that later. Um, you went over there. I went over there, and you were casting a lot of doom and gloom, which is fine. That's one way to, to deal with it. It's sure. one of the 12 steps, sure. doom and gloom. Yeah. Acceptance. Um, I, I went there, and before kickoff, you know, I was sitting there, and I had a little bit of, like, retrospective. I was like, sure. you know, I, don't, I didn't think I'd ever seen Alabama play in a national championship game, so, yeah. you know, this is good that they're here. I hope they win. And, here I am. Uh, you know, 14-0 was pretty good. Came up a little bit short and couldn't finish out the season, but... Conference champion. Conference champion. Uh, you know, it's four straight Orange national Bowl championship champion. game appearances. That's nothing to, to boo-hoo too much about. Five I, and two in national championship yeah. games is Nick Saban. So, you know, before the game started, I was like, I just took it all in and, you know, things didn't go our way. So I would like to, to sort of transition you from your doom and gloom to, you know... Caitlyn Jenner me. Yeah, be be grateful for what you have. Um, I kind of I kind of got there a couple days later, yeah, like yeah. like Wednesday. Um, and and that was where I that was where I landed. I was like, you know, I mean, four straight national championship games is nuts, right? Two mm -hmm. and two in those games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, uh, and one of my first thoughts, and this was not this was not trying to be a dick, which means I guess I just am a dick. Mm -hmm. My thought was, oh, is this how it feels <laughs> to lose a game? <laughs> is this how it, like... No, I, I had some of that, too. I had some of that. Oh, shit, we, we've been doing this for a while to people. Is this how everyone else feels? <laughs> this is awful. And, yeah, I mean, so so that's that. Um, I don't think that this is the beginning of the end. Now, they, Alabama's going to yeah. start out the season number two. Yeah. Um, 
Which Saban is... probably <laughs> that game probably bought Saban another three or four years on this. Oh, I bet so. He might have. This might you know re-energize him or whatnot to you know not become so whatever. I don't know what happened if it was lack lackadaisialness yeah. or just unpreparedness or just. There are a lot of theories on the level after Alabama beat LSU in mm-hmm. 2010 2011 sure uh 21 to nothing there was conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory coming out of the LSU camp saying well you know people are saying that uh the team quit on him in the second half because the backup quarterback's dad was also uh had his fingers in this and he he wanted his son to like there were just like mm-hmm. theory after theory and and my reaction to that was, guys, you lost. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah. Got, you got beat. Just mm-hmm. move on. It's like, don't. Yeah, you can come back next year. Look for the horse, not mm-hmm. the zebra. Sure. You, you scored less points than yeah. Alabama. You couldn't make it past midfield for 30 minutes of the game. Uh, and there's a little bit of that coming out of Alabama fans, uh, Alabama fans now. Um, you know, people are saying that the team quit on Saban in the second half because he was interested in, in player X than player Y. And it's like, guys, we, like we, he, we he wasn't outcoached, outplayed, yeah, outstrategized. Like it was just the the full sort of Monty because it's happened in previous losses in the past couple years where Alabama loses but not that bad for whatever reason. Just this was it was just the the perfect storm. Saban at halftime looked like he was lost. He wasn't pissed. He he had no idea yeah, what was going on. Yeah. Um, Hankins, what happened? I mean, a lot of things happened. Um, we, A, we played a team that was better than Correct. us. Period. Point blank. Um, we played a team that was more complete than yeah. us. They didn't have a laughable special teams. Um, they had a defensive line that could somehow show up and play every game. Um, ours... Ours had a way of sometimes they could they could disappear a little bit. Um, Clemson is really the only team that in the in this run has been able to do that to them consistently. I still think about Tim Williams completely uh, vanishing from the 2016 championship <sighs> game. Um, uh, and uh, Venerables had a defensive scheme that we, quite frankly, were not prepared for. He somehow. Okay figured out the best way to beat Alabama was to just let them fuck around for a little while, gain a few yards on running the ball, but Loxley's heart was always going to be into passing it and just stop him from doing it. And that's what they did. Um, Don't think it helps that our offensive coordinator was once again someone else's head coach and our quarterback's coach was once again uh, going to be someone's offensive coordinator, all that stuff. I think that – so that's what happened on the field. The -the off-the-field stuff is I think that it finally just caught up to us. Let me say this again for the record. If Mike Loxley and Enos and all those guys were coming back next year, we still lose that game 44 to 35. Yeah. They were – we still lose the game. But I think that what that is – that contributed to the the gap. And, you know, where people are talking about – the play that people are citing that Alabama gave up on Saban second half, blah, 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 is probably the Isaiah Bugs run where the running back just shoots past him and it looks like he's just lollygagging it. And even Herb Street mentioned it on the commentary. Um, I don't think those guys quit. They just had their asses whipped in a way that they hadn't had their asses whipped. Yeah. Um, quite frankly. Um, they hadn't been bled. Sometimes you got to bleed an army. And I know they got a good scare against Georgia, but that was a very different thing. They were not playing a team the caliber of Clemson. No. And the other thing from from the the thirty thousand foot view is it was Clemson's night. When, I agree. Yeah. When Ross is catching one handed yeah. passes with no effort, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's luck. I'm not saying luck. That's not that's not the point that I'm making. I'm saying, but sometimes when you're watching a game and some shit like that happens, you just know it ain't for us. When your Heisman runner up throws a fucking pick six on the second third play of the game or whatever. It is. It ain't your night, dude. When he throws that idiotic interception uh, that looked like a punt, it just ain't your night. So all those things combine, and you get your ass beat. If you remove one of those components, it's the typical tight Clemson Alabama game that you're probably expecting. But Clemson was still the better team. I agree, Hankins. It was. Uh, it was weird being there because Alabama had played so well the whole year. Um, and just this time, the turnovers didn't go the way, didn't go Alabama's way. All the big plays went Clemson's way. So it was, it was, you know, I hate to say we were due for some sort of just shellacking, but it's hard to be this good 
for this long and play so many close games and they end up going your way. There, there just has to be I've been trying something to. that uh, where it just doesn't go your way. It happened against Ole Miss, what was it, in the 2015 season where we were minus yeah. five on turnovers and we were down by double digits and yeah. somehow clawed back to a one-possession game. And still lost the game. And still lost the game. <laughs> this one was they got down and they couldn't claw back. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, if um, if they punch it in in any of those goal line opportunities and they tighten the score up a little bit, it looks sure. more like what we expect. I've been trying to think of the word to describe, and I think, I just think ultimately it's a little immature for any Alabama fan, almost disrespectful to, you know, what we have accomplished, to be sort of the skies falling. Yes, feel shitty because I definitely feel shitty about this game, and I was in a locker room last night with a Clemson fan who was letting me fucking have it. And I had there's nothing I can say. I just have to sit there and eat that shit. Um, but it it is immature to to look at this of anything other than yes, we got our ass kicked. But it does not it does not paint the past in a different light, nor does it paint the future in a different light. Yeah, yet. I maybe we'll look back and say this was the turning point, but yeah. we don't know that. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you know before the game, if you ask any of us, do you, do you trust Nick Saban? Yeah. So I mean today. A week after the game is like, do you still trust what he's doing? A hundred percent. Like you can't. The results speak for themselves. So just it's just one of the things. Just move on, and next year hopefully the team can perform better if they get another shot against Clemson. <laughs> and one thing about Saban that I think gets lost in the sauce with how meticulous he is and how he's fired up and all those things, Nick Saban lets his coordinators do their stuff. Yeah, um, Nick does not call plays. No. He, he allows his people, he, he, he hires good people, he puts them in a good place, and he allows them to work. And then, yes, if things need to change, he'll say, run the damn ball. We've seen him do that. But, I mean, for the most part, he's going to let you do your thing, and it's up to you to prepare. It, it's all process with him, right? And the part of the process is not him calling plays. So when we say we trust Nick Saban, that doesn't happen on game day. Nick does. You yeah. saw the, the fake field goal that was as dumb as anything we've ever done. Um, you saw Saban's face, and it was not, oh, man, I made a mistake and called that. It was like, guys, what the fuck did you see to make you think if that we work? can, Because he gives them that much. If we play. can get to individual plays mm-hmm. in the game, and I didn't see a lot of them because, frankly, I watched two drives in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how deep into the second quarter the field goal that – had us got us to 16 points was but that was the last time we scored in it was game. like the the first drive of the second quarter because it was um, like with 13 minutes to go alabama took the lead and then yeah ooh, so no more 43 minutes of the mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. without without scoring um the f- if we could start with that fake field goal dumber than the georgia fake punt if i can yeah, at, at the point you're down 15 points. Not the call, not necessarily the call, mm-hmm. but the fact that they didn't audible out of that yeah. or call a timeout when they yeah. saw Clemson's defense back up. Yeah. Um, that's the defense you... And the fact there was no receiver in the field. <laughs> yeah. And that's it, the defense you call in a video game when you, just to be, just to be sure. Yeah, it's like, like, it, it's just one of the things, it's just uh, when you have your backup, your third string quarterback is the guy that's going to be running the play. God, God, if God, it's Jalen Hurts in there, it's like... You know, maybe if if he'd been the holder all happen. all year long or something, then maybe you know something screwy. He's a powerhouse. Maybe he just trucks and gets yeah. an extra four yards, but not with your backup quarterback. And was it fourth and seven it was, or something? It was like fourth that? and eleven or yeah, something? it was fourth and like eleven. Yeah. It was dangerously close to what the punt was <laughs> to what Kirby's fake was against us. Um, Shocking, and I mean, I don't know if, if if y'all had this feeling, but there was a feeling early on that Saban was out of his element. Anytime Saban or whoever calls the plays goes for it on fourth and one at their own thirty in the first quarter, the second quarter, whatever that was, mm-hmm. there's something going on here. Yeah, it was. Well, it just became early that we could not stop Clemson right. from scoring. Right, that was just the long and the short of it. And we were not going to stop. And, uh, being at the game, I don't know if they touched on it in the commentary, but it's like the first time Alabama goes for it, it's it's a wildcat. You know, they get it, and then every time after that, it's like they're calling the same play. It's like, yeah. and every time it's progressively, every time. it's like it's getting less and less yards. Yeah, uh, it was yep. just it was frustrating to watch. It's like we don't have a better fourth and one play or something. I mean, it was just it just seemed like desperation more than anything like like you said Hankins it's, you got to you can't let Clemson have the ball back because 
even though Alabama was dominating time of possession, when Clemson had the ball, it was it was uh, touchdown and, and over the drive. So, um, and I honestly think as as good as Saban is, he knew that Clemson was better than them. There's no way he didn't know it. I think that's why some of the some of the things that are uncharacteristic that we see um, it is because they all knew they the film don't lie. And I'm not going to sit here and purport to be a smart enough football analyst to watch two teams and tell you who's better, you know, unequivocally. But a dude that makes seven million dollars and has six national championships probably <laughs> can. Um, and I mean, I've been complaining about the play of this team since the LSU game. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was – it reminded me a lot of the 2010 season after they beat Florida and it looked like everything was going to be fine. You know, offense salves a lot of stuff, and it looks sexy, and we get caught up in it, and I'm not on a high horse. I'm just saying this is – in retrospect, you can see all this now, hindsight, with the benefit of hindsight. Quinnen Williams, um, Quinn Williams made that defense look better than it was. Yeah. All season yes. long. Yes, yeah, he the did. last three three yes, opponents uh, each threw for 300 yards. Like it was the writing was on the wall. I mean, Jake Fromm is good. Yeah, Kyler Murray won the Heisman, yeah. and Trevor Lawrence will probably win a Heisman. So they were playing against top tier quarterbacks, yeah. but still they couldn't get off the field. That was the story of the night. Is third down. Third down. I mean, it's third oof. down is 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 what mm-hmm. it is, um, and that has been the story of any time Alabama has not won a national championship. It is always third yeah. down. Um, they will always struggle. I believe it was on a third down that I Steve Spuriered my uh, headphones. Mm-hmm. You might you might notice that I'm not wearing my headphones. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my Beats by Sean <laughs> today, real because I uh, threw it across the room while they were attached to my iPad. Um, the headphone jack broke off inside my iPad, mm. so now I have to use. <clears throat> you should take that by batteries plus bulbs or something. They'll they'll uh, rejigger that thing. I have to clean use, it up for you. Come again? I, I, I have to use my um, uh, like a Bluetooth wireless speaker, mm-hmm. and then to, pipe it to that. actually hear anything sure. because my iPad thinks headphones are plugged into it mm-hmm. because they are. Yeah, um, just tiny, tiny headphones. Um, Mm-mm-mm. There's a fix on YouTube where you can put super glue on the end of a. Uh, Ooh, that sounds dangerous. A pen. Oof. You have to take like the the tube out of the pen. Yeah. Put super glue on on it, and then let it dry, and then you yank the 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 pen out. Uh, there's no way to like unless you sit there and hold the pen for like six hours. There's no way to actually like keep it. So you gotta uh, go buy batteries plus bulbs, man. They will. Well, now my iPad's up. covered in Gorilla Glue. So oh, you tried that out? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's we're we're done. I mean, oh. I bought it in like 2014, so hmm. it's 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 served its purpose. So you're due for a new one. <sighs> Dark days, mm-hmm. dark days. <laughs> um, going for it at fourth and eleven thirty, the field goal. Um. I mean, like I said, I didn't see too many plays past halftime. Did you stay for the whole game? Uh, no. We left in the fourth quarter after Alabama's last failed drive with Tua in there. They were down 28 points, and they had another, like, you know, 60-yard drive down to, down to like, the four or something like that. Yeah. And then in fourth down, uh, I guess the play call was, like, a rollout pass with Tua, and it just, you know, it didn't work. And at that point, I was like, they're down 28 points like 13 minutes to go is like we're gonna beat the crowd i know the crowd was like 65 percent clemson fans was like we're gonna beat the alabama yeah we're, we're gonna hit the road and so that's <laughs> that's what we did you know it stinks to leave early but it's yeah. just like it's one of the things is like the performance just wasn't there they weren't gonna stage a furious yeah. rally it was clemson's night yeah um you can hit the road and beat the traffic and we did because we got home and it was uh like the scott van pelt show was on espn <laughs> So they were wrapping up the game, so it was it was good. It was good to leave early because it was just just one of the things. When it's not your night, there's no reason to sit there and and uh, just get more and more frustrated. I took um, twenty milligrams of uh, time release melatonin just so I could go to bed that night because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be alone in my bed with my thoughts. <laughs> you old, <laughs> you're so old. <laughs> oh well, if you well, I can say that I watched every. Brutal minute. I'm so glad I didn't drive to Atlanta. And <laughs> quite frankly, I thought we were going to win the thing the whole time. <laughs> like, then we're going to come back. 
I, I, this is, we're going to come back. It's all going to go crazy and wacky. When Clemson missed their back. extra point, like to go up 21 instead of 22, I was like, all right, that's just what we needed. I And, and then we I, drive down the field again, another 60-yard drive where everything's looking good, so we get to the red zone, and sure. then... Ugh. I kept having dreams that I turned off the TV, which I did, mm-hmm. and I went to bed and woke up the next morning and Alabama had won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that after every loss, Sean. Every single loss, I expect to wake up and find out that something crazy happened, and <laughs> they have given the game to Alabama. The first time that I ever have here's a, here's a confession. The first time I ha- remember having that thought in my head was after the 1989 um, whatever bowl game. It was Notre Dame, Colorado, and I loved Rocket Ishmael. Uh-huh. Loved him. And um, I remember going to bed after he had returned his punt and they called it back for clipping that would have won him the game. Colorado ends up winning. We were going to bed thinking, I think I might have even prayed to my <laughs> Lord and Savior that night that he would change the call. <laughs> he would get on the horn. <laughs> he'd get on the horn with the, with the NCAA and he would change that call. And I think I have that feeling Every time my team loses a big game, it's it's not. This was a specific dream where it was sixty three to sixty two Alabama in overtime. Oh man, that would have been hot. <laughs> <laughs> there were times when we were walking out of the stadium and you can hear the PA system and like yeah. they announced Jalen Hurst was in there and I was like, oh, it would have been cool to see Jalen one sure. more time. But um, I turned I turned to my brother. I was like, he's not leading a twenty eight point comeback. No, 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 no. Uh, mm. Jalen Hurts has entered the transfer wow, portal. Wow. Um, I mean, they have to be doing this just so the internet will say it, right? No, no time have I ever heard this called the transfer portal. I think this now. is the first time. I and think now it's, the it's a new are, thing. Yeah. Okay, it's just a website. <laughs> okay. They could just call it a website. We have a system at work that's called the parent portal. It's just like <laughs> call it a website. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We have a portal called Meatcrafted Insights, and it's just a website, just something on the internet. <laughs> Arby's.com. Just a website. Um, <laughs> the, so the hits keep on coming for Alabama. Um, Jalen Hurts, backup quarterback, the once and future king, folk hero of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, has, uh, despite my reading that he had already enrolled in grad school at Alabama. Uh, you know, he, he's got to enroll, baby. He's got to stay, like, eligible. He's got to be in classes. That he, was, you were you were reading too much into I, I would tell, yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all just. Yeah. Window dressing. I was, I was telling somebody that my mother was, I was having that argument with my mother. Like, that doesn't matter, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter where he, what he's enrolled in or anything like that. He, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, speculation abounds. Oklahoma, Maryland, yeah, Miami. He was FAU, up in Maryland this past weekend with Mike Loxley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see where he goes. Um, also in the transfer portal is Tate Martell, the Ohio State quarterback who would have taken over for Dwayne Haskins, assuming Dwayne Haskins goes to the draft. Um, but now Justin Fields Justin is going Fields there. From Georgia so. transferred to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Tate Martell. The key thing we found out about Tate Martell is that his first name is short for Tathan. Oh, I thought it'd be like Channing Tatum. I thought Tate. <laughs> you you thought or Tatum or something. You Tatum. His last Tate name was short for Channing no, no, Tatum. No, it was Mart- short for Martell. Tatum. <laughs> his full name is Tathan Martell. Hmm. Not unlike Nate is short for Nathan. Tate is short for Tathan. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so you learn something new every day. Uh, it sounds like a fake name I would make Bro, up. Tathan. That's my name. <laughs> it says, I mean, it does. It sounds like a fake name I would make up as probably an old Miss player. <laughs> um, or I'd probably call it Tathan. Actually, Tathan sounds like the perfect uh, uh, old Miss yes, name. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, I forgot. You had that uh, that bet on Clemson, right? Cash that check. Had the bet on Clemson, yeah. so I had thirty-seven dollars in my my bookie.ag yeah. account. Uh-huh. Put it all on the Colts last night. Oh no! Okay, so that's <laughs> over. <laughs> God damn it! I was ready to get. I was ready for that money to be put right back into this podcast. <laughs> that's actually that's what I should have done. Um, uh, several players also declared for the draft again, and that's normal. Yeah, that's not a yeah. product of losing to Clemson by fucking twenty-eight points. Um, 
Raekwon Davis felt so bad about his shit performance <laughs> this year that he came back. And God bless you, Raekwon. God bless you. You are only built for Cuban links after all. <laughs> uh, Quinnen Williams. Wu-Tang reference, boys. <laughs> Quinnen Williams gone. Yeah, he'll be like a top two or Makes three sense. pick. Yeah, you have to go. Jonah Williams gone. Yeah, you have to go. First round pick. Unless they watch the tape of that national championship game. <laughs> uh, Josh Jacobs gone. Yeah. Um, which he might be the second <laughs> after, running back de- taken. After saying, I'm definitely not going to pros, guys. I don't know why you keep saying What the this. hell, man? So on, on Twitter, uh, AL.com writer Matt Slachy, uh tweeted that Josh Jacobs was going pro, to which Josh, Josh Jacobs uh, responded on Twitter, I haven't said anything. Y'all, you, you need to check your sources, blah, blah, blah. So Alabama's like, yay, okay, we chase sure. Josh Jacobs yeah. coming back. The next morning, 10 a.m., he's like, yeah, by the way, I'm going pro. Like, yeah, definitely going. I guess maybe he didn't want someone to steal his thunder. You know, he's like, "That's mine now." Maybe that was it. (sighs) My God, you know. Um, I had such a good time against Oklahoma. I just decided I want to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, those are only three players. Who else? Uh, I can't remember. There was somebody yesterday that that announced. Oh, really? The they did the press conference on Friday or whatever. I thought the press conference was just to rip the bandaid off. No, there was somebody else on on yesterday. Oh, that's fun. Uh, complete loss of our offensive coaching staff. Uh, like we said, Mike Loxley is Maryland's head coach. We knew that was going to happen. What we did not know is that uh our co offensive coordinator uh. Enos Gaddis. Gaddis. Oh, Gaddis, okay. Is going to be Michigan's new offensive yeah, he coordinator. Yeah, le- he's left, yeah. And the guy who... Good luck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. The guy who was going to be our new offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, went to Miami. Miami with Manny Diaz. So, lateral move. Well, you know, it's just one of the things. I th- I think, you know, the I think maybe he was thinking he was going to get the Alabama job, and it didn't... Maybe it didn't happen as quickly as he wanted, and maybe Miami came with more money. Who knows? Bizarre. Completely bizarre. But it's just one of the things is you can't wait forever. You know, if you have an offer, I'm sure Miami's like, you got to let us know in 24 hours. But wasn't he already named our offensive coordinator? Not officially. It was just sort of, you know, the king is dead, and you're the prince, and you assume you're going to get the throne, and then, you know. And then that old bitch poisons you. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, does Enos have some Miami connection or connection to Diaz? I don't know. Or something of that nature. I have no idea, but I, I don't really watch the game. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I was struggling for anything to watch in the second half. I ended up watching a series of YouTube videos of a guy who res- responds to scam emails, and it's funny. Oh, does he... Uh... Get some justice on him or something. Yeah, you know he just fucks around with him on email till oh. they like tell him to stop emailing him. Yeah, forty-four to sixteen. Um, <laughs> as if all of that wasn't enough. There are now rumors coming out of Titletown, Alabama, that the once in future offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian, booze hound that can't keep that booze down, Mm-mm. has spurned. A potential offer. Steve Sarkeesian got fired from the Falcons, a job he took when he left Alabama. Mm -hmm. Got fired from the Falcons. There were rumors that he got offered the OC job in Cliff Kingsbury's administration with the Cardinals. And he is likely to be our new offensive coordinator. Yeah, this is a... You know, it's hard to figure out how I feel on this. Because on the one hand... Uh, he only coached as offensive coordinator for one game for us, and yeah. he had the game won. Was it after it was after Kiffin left after the Washington game. He was the OC in the Clemson yeah. game that we lost by one yes, point okay. that, that we lost, and he yeah. he had the game won with you know Jalen Scarborough toting around. Yeah, until Scarborough got hurt, the Alabama was in control. And after that, they lost the lead, and then they got the lead back. So with Jalen Hurts as a freshman, very very raw, he he called a good game that one time. And then he left for the Falcons. And then when he was at the Falcons, despite having Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, couldn't really get much going with the Falcons at all. So I think there's a bit of apprehension. It's like, well, maybe he wasn't good in the pros. Maybe college is his thing. And 
uh, he can come and sort of develop Tua even more and have success because the tools are there. The, the offense is going to be stacked next sure. year. It will be very, very hard to screw it up barring injury or something like that, you know. Or an alcohol bender. Or an alcohol bender or any of that stuff. So so I'm on the fence. You know, yesterday when I saw it, I was like, oh, gosh, this isn't good. But then I thought about it. I was like, <laughs> Were you like, oh, gosh? Or, <laughs> or was the gee willikers? I don't right. know. <laughs> there is a – I believe the email subject line is not appropriate for, for the airwaves because we don't like to curse on this. Uh Right, so I'm, I'm curious of Hankins. <laughs> what do you life. think? Because you are in the ATL. Is Sark is Sark the cure um, or is he the symptom? I, do I need a stinger for that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that your segment for the week? Oh yeah, the cure or the symptom? <laughs> Hit the theme. Um, I, I like Sark's offense personally. Like it is, I, I like to watch it. It is what I like to see. It is good balance. Um, he seems to know to run when you're supposed to and not do some weird play-action thing. At any rate, never mind. We're past the game. Um, so, from that level, I'm fine with it. Um, I don't like the optics of it. Uh, but, as and I'm not going to be the first person to say it. As a matter of fact, Free said it in our production meeting. It's not likely that somebody's going to come and poach him <laughs> if we make a deep run. And I do think that that is something that has got to be addressed. And I know that that has to sound crazy. And it is crazy to think that, oh, I mean, hire worse coaches because nobody's going to come get them. But at some level, some consistency would be great. I mean, yeah, there there was this, uh, you know, Jason Campbell was quarterback for Auburn. And between high school, college, and his first two years in the pros, he had something like eight different offensive coordinators. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's bizarre that... I mean, Steve Sarkeesian, he was a head fucking coach of two different teams for seven sure. years. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't know. It, it's it's a good spot to be in to to be. And, you know, there's there's the business of that. There's a a lot of the story of Tua ending up in Al- at Alabama that Sark had committed to USC, or excuse me, Tua had committed to USC when Sark was there. So there may be some you know historical relationship there. I'm fine with it. Um, I really am. It, <sighs> It's been plug and play yeah. for the last several years, which has gotten us there, and I think we'll be fine. But it would be great if if we make the playoffs next year. You know, what would be great is not having someone else's head coach sitting in the booth. Wait, was Brian Dable? Was he the only offensive coordinator who did not eventually become a head coach? Yeah, he's just a, he's an assistant with the the Bills. Now. Oh, that's right. He went to the yeah. Bills. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fun fact, Steve Sarkeesian, born on March 8th. We sh- I share a birthday with him. Oh, all right. So, I would like to point out that, uh, what's that shark fucker? <laughs> McElwain? Yeah. He's around. I thought he got the Central Michigan Yeah, he is the head coach. Cincinnati I think or something. Again, who was, he's around. <laughs> Give him a call. Who was the, d- yeah, if you ask Manny Diaz, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, who was the offensive coordinator that you loved, Hankins? That went to Fresno Standards. It's that's who it is. That's it's McElwain. Who was the guy before that? Ooh. Before McElwain was like Major Applewhite for a, a, oh, yeah, a year. Right. Yeah. Who was who was our? Are you thinking about Nussmeier? Yeah, who was Nussmeier. Right after oh, Nussmeier. Okay. That's who I'm thinking. Uh, Nussmeier and McElwain were essentially the same yeah. dude. Um, well, it's looking more and more like the NFL coaching carousel is not going to cause too much instability with college head coaches. Aside from because they're not handsome enough. Aside from Kingsbury going to the Cardinals, um, but there is one Alabama-related bit of news: Freddie Kitchens, the people's coach, <laughs> is the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. That is a that is a sentence is, I never thought I'd say in my he's, life. He's worked his way up. You know, he's been assistants and he was offensive a coordinator. Coach. I mean, he, he worked his way up, and apparently he's got the medal to coach. The once uh, – one, guys, guys I, I, let's let's get back to serious Freddie Kitchens talking in just a second. I do please. apologize for interrupting, but I need to get this off my chest. Is it possible that during our last podcast getaway, we all died and we are now living in sports hell? <laughs> I – or at least some purgatory where the craziest machinations happen, 
because you just said out loud <laughs> a story that I read on a reliable news sure. source. You said to me that Frederick Lamar Kitchens the <laughs> third. I don't know. I don't know. I'm making it. I'm making that up. That Freddie Kitchens, the quarterback of my night, quarterback because he's mm-hmm. fat. Nine, nine for twenty-two. Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> <laughs> perpetually nine for twenty-two nine, for a hundred and number nine yards. in your number nine in your programs and nine completions on the field. You know he's got the football mind. He doesn't have the football, you know, prowess. Jimmy's and Joe's. Yeah, he, he's X's and O's. <laughs> The once I can't North Texas it. offensive coordinator. Good, good for him. Because good for him. When, when he was uh, this last year at the Browns, the offense was great. And that's that was his gimmick. And, I mean, people love his relationship with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they won... They went they five was, and three when Mayfield yeah, was Yeah, I think the they starter. finished with seven games, seven wins this year, which is... Nuts. Unbelievable. For a team who didn't win a game in two years. Yeah. Um, or won one game mm-hmm. in two years. Uh... God, good for Freddie Kitchens for me was the first like Alabama player I knew who became a coach. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cool. Freddie Kitchens is the offensive coordinator for North yeah. Texas. Good for yeah. him. Um, he was also the first punchline to every joke I would make about bad quarterback yeah. play. For me, it was always Brian Bergdorf, but then he like got arrested. And then Freddie Kitchens came along. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, in, in sad head coaching news uh, a, a young man who you you and I free went to high school with was passed over for the Troy job unfortunately he was it was down to him and the eventual uh, whoever the um, former Auburn offensive oh Chip Lindsay got yeah, it Chip Lindsay is the well I didn't know he was in the final final it was two. between him and Chip Lindsay uh, which would have been fucking cool if a dude we went to high school with was a head coach is he the defensive coordinator? At he was Ole linebackers coach this past year. Okay. Uh, I assume he's in a similar role this next year. They fired their defensive coordinator yeah. this past year. So yeah. So, um, but he had been an assistant at Troy before moving to Ole Miss. Right. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you have a? Uh, nah, I didn't really think about it too much after we'll, the after we'll the give game. You, this week off. you know, after the game, it was yeah, just kind of. Uh, you know, I I, f- I followed your travels on yeah, uh, yeah. Instagram. Got to see a whole lot of things. California is a great place. Um, uh, if anyone can make it out there, there's a lot to see and do. Do, do you recommend California? I recommend California. It gets my seal of approval. <laughs> um, even though uh, the movie that came out this year tried to tarnish it, I've always wanted to go to the Winchester house. Yeah, it was a pretty cool little thing. It's in uh, San Jose, kind of near the Apple headquarters. Really? Um it's this house that this lady built. Uh, crazy lady. Crazy lady. Crazy she lady. she uh, married this one guy who the made a whole, Winchester. The Winchester gun fortune. Yeah. He passed away, and she was into seeing seances and fortune tellers, and a fortune teller told her, you know, there's all this despair. This was like in, I don't know, Connecticut or something where yeah. he died. And she said, you got to move away. The spirits here are haunting you. Move as far away as you can west and build as big of a house as you can so the spirits won't, won't know where you are in the house. So she built this house of like two or three hundred rooms. There are staircases to nowhere. You open up a door to trick the, the spooky to, ghosts. To, to trick the ghosts, and so the house is there as a you know tourist park attraction. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, yeah, that's something I've always wanted to see. Uh, how was did, did you did you see the movie? Because they had props from the movie, but the uh, the lady giving the tour was like, ah, the movie's just kind of okay. Yeah, I I I, I have not seen the movie. Uh, I really wanted to, um, but it got like just yeah, I didn't get reviews. good. Reviews. There are enough shitty horror yeah. movies on mm-hmm. Netflix for to last a lifetime. Um, even though I think Helen Mirren plays, she's they yeah they got an A lister for for the role. Um, how is the stadium? The stadium itself, despite getting there, which was you know a bit of a rigmarole, it's not yeah. close to anything. The stadium is nice. Yeah. The stadium it's, has amenities. Uh, the seats were good. Uh, the uh, the sprite I had was you know it was, it was a good sprite. Do you have any Betty Boops? I did not have any Betty Boops. Seventeen dollars sprite. Yeah. How mu- how much was the was the sprite? Uh, I can't remember. Is there caffeine in Sprite? No, no caffeine in Sprite. Ooh, still so. off caffeine, mm-hmm, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been like four months. Congratulations. Yeah. The stadium was nice. I think Hankins has a different op- opinion of it. I, I, for a football game, it was nice. I think Hankins <laughs> was there for a different sort of uh, yeah. 
activity. What 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 say you, Hankins? Gangbang. <laughs> it was just a boring hunk of fucking metal. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's a dumb stadium. What? There's there's nothing aesthetically. What pleasing do you want it. from a there's stadium? There's no cool amenity. Did did uh? I want it to look like a fucking robot fortress that opens up. Um, <laughs> I want it to have some scenic views of the city. Sure. I want it to look like something that the fucking taxpayers spent eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, I, That's what I, I will it to look say like. as far as like security goes, I know it's supposed to be enhanced security at all these stadiums. It is, it's weak. You you we barely even went through a metal you detector. Your gun in. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Um, it's just a so that was weak. Shit. Did uh when you were there, Hankins? Like it's near an airport where they're just like flights going past all the time when you were there because it happened when I really? was there. Yeah, Constant. like while you were watching the yeah, game, like yes. Southwest, Delta, yes. United. That sounds miserable. They were actually closer than the military flyover, like the domestic. Are you kidding me? Not yeah. kidding. That's crazy. Also, the the screen situation is not optimal. Okay. Okay. They're they're in bad locations, and if you are situated in certain parts of the stadium, you just can't see shit. Mm. The uh, I will say the stadium was probably I, I think they said it was a sellout, but there were empty seats to our left and to our right. The, the sky en- boxes, like they, the fancy seats, like there were three or four just like empty suites. Jesus, so. the announced attendance was the I think capacity seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. The announced attendance was like seventy four thousand eight hundred fifteen or something like that. So like yeah, maybe. But I, like I would have put it about ninety percent. It was yeah. it was full, but not yeah. like you're you're running into people as like you're trying to move down the aisle. After all this, getting close to MLS championship game numbers. <laughs> After all this. I have one question as mm-hmm. we wind down our season three premiere. Hey, congratulations, guys. Yeah, will they or won't they? Will they or won't they? Will Ross meet Rachel at the airport after hearing that the Fucking Julie's message? there. Oh, Ugh. my God. Julie was pretty hot, mm. body-wise. Um, <laughs> are you still hashtag never Dabo? I am still never Dabo, which really? which is surprise. I sh- shouldn't be that surprising because uh, I didn't watch the game, but I heard during the game he was being he was more of a jackhole than normal. He was a real jackhole. So I didn't see any of that, but you know I've just never been it. And then this whole card that Clemson plays, like we're just little old Clemson yeah. going against big bad Alabama. It's yeah. like you're just as good, so. Don't uh, one could argue has been if, the better team three out of four times they played us. Uh, so I don't want to hear any of this Clemson stuff. Dabo, that card is so played. You play Dabo. I'm still never Dabo. Really? Yeah, I, I don't care. So for it's him. more of like a. It's a personality. Clash. It's a personality thing. Even yeah. though if he brings two national championships, don't want it. Okay. Don't want it. Okay. He's never leaving Clemson, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Hankins. I'm doubling down. On really? Dabbo. You're never, I, never I want Dabbo? No parts of it. Never Dabbo, Dabbo. Never, never Dabbo. I just, never? just, no. I mean, it, you know, again, it, it's, it's personality, it's, it's the feeling. I, I don't think his thing works at Alabama. I think it would be a fucking nightmare. Mm. Hankins. I just don't want it. I, I have a, a follow up question, which, you know, sort of related to Dabbo, but more towards our coaching staff. You, sir. Are the king of second chances. It's true. Do I give Nick Saban a second chance? <laughs> no, fire him. <laughs> well, free. I think. I think he's learned his lesson. Okay. I think he understands that he uh, he might have given too much control to his offensive coordinators. Um, they might have slanted the team too much focus toward the offense. Um, I think he understands that he built a defense to stop mobile quarterbacks, and that era has now subsided a little bit, and he's going to have to build a defense to stop pin pocket or pinpoint accurate pocket passers now. Or pin pocket. And I, I think we – I think or pin pocket. I think pin pocket – pin pocket <laughs> apple pie. Golly. Uh, Hot pocket. I think, I think we got to let him – one more year. One, One more. more year, and that's okay. it. Okay. All right. There's yeah, it's national championship or bust this year. On on Reddit, there I did I so I haven't seen any Alabama fans saying fire Saban, but I've seen people talk about Alabama fans saying that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was just kidding with that question because, you know, like I said before the game, I was yeah. resolved to, yeah. you know, this is as good as it gets. So Four national championships in, in yeah. I mean, as we've talked about, Sean and I were ready to do this in 2012. Like, we were, 2012 we thought was as good as it got. And if we lost to Notre Dame, then so yeah. be it. We were at that at that point. I mean, we were at that point several championships ago. We were at that point in <laughs> in 2008 when the running joke was, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be a good coach, whoever Nick Saban's coaching, and you know, after he leaves Bama, yeah. Hankins and I always said, you know, if he leaves the cupboard stocked like he did at LSU and gives us a, a national championship. Yeah, and I think Hankins made the point earlier is like maybe this will motivate him for another three or four more years yeah. than we thought. Yeah. Because I think if he would have won, yeah. maybe two more years would have, and he would have tapped out. I he, think it's just he may have retired Tuesday if he yeah, won. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. I and he didn't get his annual sweet pay raise bonus yeah. for winning the national championship. He don't want to leave that money down. On the I, I did read in on uh, Politico dot com that uh, because of a the way the uh, tax law was written, the uh, that was passed last year. Um, it exempts employees of public institutions instead of private institutions. So Nick Saban basically like got a an even larger tax cut on his oh. like twenty six million dollars that he made last year or whatever. Good. 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 You know, anybody else I'd say, well, who cares? But Saban He's, he already gives so much to charity. He does. He you does. Know? Yeah. Nick's kids, I assume Nick's is the kids, name of the, the Catholic Church down there. There's a lot of stuff that he donates to. A silver lining when Saban does leave is we will stop hearing toothless rednecks use the term Miss Terry. Oh, yeah. Miss Terry. <laughs> What's Miss Terry doing? <laughs> Did you see her? <laughs> Look, motherfucker, I'm going to say Miss Terry from now on. So. <laughs> Get yeah, up off it. Yeah. Because that's Miss Isn't Terry. Isn't she Mrs.? <laughs> Shouldn't she be Mrs. Terry? It should, it should because she's married. That is, yeah. That is a title. That is that is not a... It is not a representative of her being a married woman. Miss yeah. Terry, that is a title. You don't you don't get to just be called Miss somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's like driving Miss Daisy, sort of. Them. Like, yes, this sir, Miss Daisy. I'm here for you to drive you around. I, if you get if you earn the title of Miss and your first name as opposed to Miss, you've arrived. You are a motherfucker that is not to be trifled mm-hmm. with. And if not for Miss Terry's love of the lake and Mal Moore, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'll take uh, it. I don't like it, but I'll take it. What's Dabo's wife's name? I don't know. <laughs> well, they, do they ever show her? Philandra. Philandra <laughs> Swinney. Salon. Salon. <laughs> Beyonce. Um, uh, season three premiere in the books, just under fifty minutes. Good for us. I think you know we've we've approached this loss with a plum, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, grit, and, and vinegar. I think it's piss and vinegar. <laughs> uh, we've got some fun things to talk about as the off season progresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is our favorite time. Now we got the, the that thing that drags this show down is all out of God. We don't have to talk about actual football. Now it's just time for fun. Um, <laughs> Some fun things. We're going to probably talk about what the best game of the season was. Uh, we're definitely going to rate some damn coaches. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to speculate on some stuff. Saban, you better watch out, buddy. Does he move down to a four? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which means we're going to have to do some homework before we do that, because I think we're going to have to look at what we... Yeah, we have the spreadsheet from last year. Okay. We did, we did a Google... Is it a Google Doc or just a standalone spreadsheet? It was a Google Sheet. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, So don't go nowhere. Tune in next week because we have all new original content for you all off-season long. TTFnetwork.com. Listen to our other podcasts if they still exist. And if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, you can do so at Patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash TTF. TTF, Tango, Tango, Foxtrot. It come up, flat no, I got one. Been out too long in the sun. It like burning down the road. See me taking off by my
See me taking off. I was ready to know.